0: podcast is part of the sports
1: social podcast network hi everybody it's chris here from the gallagate shots youtube channel just to let you know as always this podcast is now part of the 90 minute football network and proudly sponsored by www.pt-4-u.co.uk enjoy the episode Hi everybody, welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel. It is your match preview for Newcastle United versus Leeds United. Hang on, the other way around. Leeds United versus Newcastle United. Um, I am joined by two new voices, two new faces to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel. Um, so first of all, Harry, how are you doing, mate?
0: I'm all right, thank you very much. How are you?
1: I'm not bad. I'm rushed, but but I'm not bad. <laughs> um Uh, We are also joined by Ian Dayton. Um, People will recognise the name from the comments on YouTube. So so Ian is a member of the Gallagher Chots YouTube channel as well. So thanks for joining us, Ian. How are you doing?
2: Not Yeah, not too bad. Thanks, mate.
1: So we'll we'll just get straight into business, boys. Um, We're here to talk about the the game come Saturday. Um, Obviously, on the back of what felt like a defeat against Watford at St. James's Park, I feel as if everybody after that game felt it the, the deflation in st james's park when, when we concede that that they equalize that harry i'll come to you first because i know you were, were at the ground did Did you feel as if that was almost a final nail in the coffin for newcastle
0: um f- for me yeah um, i'm quite optimistic with when it comes in newcastle some may say delusional um <laughs> but to be honest I, I was going in the game thinking we can do this like why not we've well, they've got they've got a lot of show after cambridge Um, But it was just poor. There was nothing going for us. Um, I suppose, realistically, the the 1-1 was deserved. We didn't deserve anything else. Um, We went 1-0 up. Obviously, so happy for that to happen. But after that, it was just flat. And I I feel like it is. I I feel like we are kind of not going to get out of the situation we're in, to be honest. I think this is us. This is us for the rest of the season.
1: Do you think a few late additions in the transfer window? I know it's it's January the twentieth now, so so still a week and a bit left. Do you think it will bring a couple of more faces in? Then obviously it's going to boost the chances of staying up. But do do you feel as if it's already done now, despite only two points off of safety?
0: Um, it completely depends. I mean, Burnley have so many games in hand on us. Depends how their games go, and um, the people that we bring in, I feel like need to improve the certain positions or. For me, personally, Jesse Lingard would be fantastic for us. It's important to get a whole midfielder in or a centre-back. But, I mean, I know you were talking about it on Monday. I feel like we need someone in that number 10 role to support the striker, to support the wingers. You need um, some creativity in the midfield role, don't you? Exactly. Well, yeah, creativity and going to move forward. Shelby's creative, but he doesn't move. Like, mm. he'll just pass a ball, pass a ball. and That's good. That's his job. He's not expected to go forward. Um, Joe Willock, I don't see why he's not in number 10. Um, I feel like Howe's tried to play him in a bit of a holding midfield role, which isn't what he is. It was always turned up late in the box, header, shot, goals. Um, but in the minute, it's it's struggling. We need that creativity, like you said, with hopefully Lingard.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll come straight across to you. I and mean, obviously looking at, at the game at Ellen Road there, and I know we've just been talking about how how flat one and needs a great result against West Ham. Mm. in in the cup game um, last week, they're absolutely fantastic. And I'm sat watching that match and I'm thinking, shit, they're going to tear us a new arsenal if we don't bring a couple of defenders in. and We haven't brought those defenders in. So it it looks like Jamal Lascelles is going to be back in there, probably alongside Fabian Shea. Um, Are you as worried as me?
2: Wait, before, if we go back to like before Cambridge and then before Watford, I thought like, obviously getting Trippier in, massive signing. And, and then you, you have like that boost. And then you go into the Cambridge game, get beat, and then you deflated. And then you get you sign in Chris Wood. Yes, he's not a not a great name, but he's probably what we need at the minute. Um, you think, right? Watford have I think we're on the run of seven defeats. I think right, we can get something from there, get a bit of momentum, and then the same again. You just it's it, it even though it was a draw, it, it just felt like a defeat and it it just deflates you. Um, I know Leeds haven't done great of late. I think that they've only won
1: two in up the last down. six. Yeah,
2: it's really um, up and down the, the
1: the conceded seven against Man City as well.
2: Yeah, I think four against Arsenal. I mean, they're teams mm. that that can cut you open anyway. Yeah. Um, but looking at West Ham, I know West Ham have had a lot of games, and and um, sort of that was probably a benefit to Leeds. But just with the intensity that they get at you, I don't think. Definitely, we midfield and we'll not cope. Um, and then you look at sort of the calamities that we've got at the back. It's, I think, it's just written that it's it's going to be a big Leeds win. Unfortunately,
1: straight in there, straight in with a Leeds win. Yeah. I, I probably, I, I probably agree with you to to be fair. And I think I'm not sure what your thoughts on this, Harry. But I was hoping to get at least one more face in the door. And, and that's not a dig at, at the, the the new owners or anything like that. It's just me being hugely optimistic about new faces coming through the door at St. James's Park. And one of those has to be a defender, which we've mentioned there. And with the likes of Jamal Sells, who's came on a huge criticism, I think Fabian Shea probably got off lightly against Watford because he, he's pulled that back for us as well. But... Jamal Lascelles, he just doesn't look up to speed and, and the problem which we we'll have right now is that Leeds are very good on the counter-attack and with our midfield already missing and not really having any legs in there whatsoever, you, you, you're looking at your, your centre-backs and your wing-backs to, to hold the fort, really. Um, Jamal Lascelles, for me, I just I can't see past him, mate. I really can't.
0: No, I mean, definitely not. Um, I think, like you said, he has been off the pace. Um, we need... For me, Fabian Shaw, he can pass the ball. He can he can get out of tricky situations. He's a bit of a playmaker from the back, which I feel is what Howe enjoys. He, he has his wing backs kind of sitting on the halfway line. I've noticed, um, but Lascelles won't make those passes. He'll just turn around and go back to the keeper, or Shelby will come well deep to pick it up. Um, and I mean I know Leeds have a lot of people out at the moment, um, but who they don't have out is Dan James, Rafinha, um, Lukas, and people who are pacey who can hit you on the counter attack. Yes. The Cells might not have to deal with balls in the air like he did against Watford, um, with Pamf- uh, Bamford being out. um, But we are going to struggle, definitely. Um, that's what then- worries me, though,
1: though Harry, the, the fact that he, he doesn't have to deal with the balls in the air because we saw him against Burnley earlier in the season and he probably had the best game that he's had so far this season uh, when he's just there, basically, just to head the ball away. Um, That's probably where the Cells is best. Obviously, we saw the other side of that against Watford where he barely jumps for the ball, in the dying minutes of the game. But I think the Sales' of the game, if it's in the air, then, then he's a hell of a lot better player than what he is when, when people are, are got the ball on the, the ground and running towards him because he turns himself into knots every single time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, it kind of reminds me of, I know there's a massive price difference, but when High Maguire was playing against us at home, the, I mm. feel like it was very similar performance to the way Jamal of plays. If he gets put under pressure, he doesn't know where to go and he ends up just either just booting it out or losing the ball. Um, but I just really hope that whatever we do, um, if it is in the air, which it won't be because of Bamford, but on the pace, he's, got, he's not got a lot of legs um, and I think would get done uh, on yeah. his side, definitely.
1: Somebody that's given a lot of criticism, Ian, it is St. Maximum. Um, and I'm saying criticism, it's not obviously people being overly harsh on him, but worried about his, his decision making and holding on the ball a bit too long. Uh, a lot of people are asking for saying to be drop, which I find absolutely baffling. To be honest, mate, he's the only one who, who's creating these chances and scoring goals for. At the end of the day, um, um, what, what side of the fence are you on with Saint?
2: Um, pro- probably bang in the middle. So I can see, I can see both sides of the argument. He's he's, he's a better version of Hatton Ben Offer, in my opinion. He's more a little bit more consistent, but some of his decision making, you can see why fans get frustrated. But at the same time. If you take him out the team who is gonna have that sort of moment of magic where he'll get will goal. Um I think a lot of it does come from possibly with tactics, because yes, you can see the improvements under how um we do get at teams a little bit more, but sort of the, the whole the whole sort of crux of our our attack is give it a maximum, see what he can do with it. I don't think we've got the players in midfield that are clever enough to to support him because um, obviously he's drawn two, three players out at a time. That Yes, there's a couple of occasions where he could sort of give the ball to the free man. He's drawn drawn players off them, but he'll go and try and beat all of them at once, but that's in the same breath. Um, going back to what Harry said, you've got the likes of Shelby in the middle who won't make that run to go and support him. He's a, he's the player that's sort of essentially like the quarterback where he'll pass it and, and sort of. That's his job done, really. Mm. Um, Going back to what you said as well, I I massively think we need uh, a number 10 up there to support him or even try something different. Um, Because I know we'll play three across the middle and the two wingers and the forward. I'd like to see we'll play the the two holding midfielders and then three supporting. At at this minute in time, it'll be Chris Wood. um, Just to see if there's anything different can be done um, going forward, and not have to rely on Maxi so much.
1: Yeah, what 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 are you expecting him from Chris Wood? I'll stay with you, mate. Are, are you expecting <laughs> big things from him, or is it one of those things where we're going to have to support him just like Satan needs the support as well up top? Because against Watford, Chris Wood couldn't have really done much because he's isolated once again.
2: Well, yeah, it was it's it's very much like Joe Linton, and we, we know now he's he's probably not a forty million pound striker. Hell of a midfielder, by the what way. He's an £80 million pound midfielder <laughs> now,
1: mate.
2: <laughs> um, I think Wood is going to be isolated a lot, if if that's sort of a game plan. Um, I genuinely think the signing of Chris Wood, we needed a striker in for Watford, obviously he didn't have much of an impact, not, not sort of any fault of his. Um, I think it's a case of we've looked at who's available, who can do a job in the Premier League but also who can do a job in the championship as well. Um, <clears throat> he does come with goals. I think I've seen a stat where he kicks on in the second half of the season. Um, yeah, I think it's like I know, five
1: consecutive seasons. I think he's, he's hit double figures. Yeah. So that's what it was. And and he, not, like only, you said, they normally coming later on the season.
2: He's, yeah, it's, I think because I know we've got a lot of flack well he's only scored three three goals this season. I think there was a stat where I think four goals was as much as he had scored in previous seasons and then obviously got the double figures. So I would like to see a game plan that involves sort of getting the best out of him Um, and whether that's sort of when Wilson comes back as well or or playing someone off him um, rather than just literally him up front on his own. Mm. Um, I think that's how we're going to get the best out of him.
1: How is the one area on, on the field? For Newcastle now, which fills you <clears> full of dread going into this game on Saturday, is there one specific area you think we're going to struggle
0: here? Um, There's two, probably um, <laughs> behind the behind the attacker in the defence. I think your you two centre backs haven't been good enough recently, um, and I feel like we've been rambling on loads about a number ten. Um, I feel like when Howe came in, the the press and football that we did play was good. Um, but Wofford was a bit back to lump ball again, bit bit ball to be honest. Um, it was just kind of lumping it up front, and it it never went to wood for me. It was more Joe Linton was your target man, um, and then when you head it down, there's no one there. Um, so I it need you need someone else to come in behind the uh, attacker. I, I don't. Joe Linton plays on the left of midfield, um, but I feel like you should play in the centre of midfield because he gets up. So if he gets up and he's in the centre of the pitch, he he could be there for that number ten rule. I mean. Yes, he's a great centre midfielder, but he joined us and went straight a striker, but left Hoffenheim as a left winger, uh, <laughs> number n- number 10. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's, we don't know. I, I don't have a clue what the, the lineup's going to be, um, but the, the centre-back, hopefully we get someone in, but it doesn't look likely. Um has to be by Friday at mm-hmm. noon, I think, doesn't it? Hmm. Um, but obviously, yeah. we get, that, obviously yeah, we'll get Carlos in or... Like that, yeah, man, even even if
1: you bring him in, even if you bring him tomorrow, by that time you've got the whole thing with the, the likes of the visa issues as well. So he's not going to visa to, to play uh, in a game come Saturday, mate. Uh, I think the squad that we've got now and the squad we have going in against where Watford is probably going to be that. You're not going to see anybody else arrive in time. I wouldn't have thought. Um, done the, the, the podcast with, with Keith Downey and very insightful what he was saying yesterday, saying that he can't expect. Well, he's hoping to see another three or four players come in Um, by the end of the transfer window, but expects us to do most with deals now in in the dying days of January, probably because it's players waiting for better offers. Uh, And I'm not talking about money wise, I'm just talking about um, league position and future and things like that. And and Newcastle, right now, they can't give them a huge, well, they can't promise them a future in the Premier League because we are sat in. 19th now we might as well score 20th to be fair with the games in hand. <laughs> that have that plenty you've got um I come back to you mate is there any way we can win this game on saturday <laughs> no
2: <laughs> simple as a, um i just think for all Leeds haven't performed as as well as they have last season um i just think they'll have too much for, in terms of the pace and the intensity that they, they can counterattack. attack Yes, that would probably leave them open um, to get counter-attacked, but again, if you look at us, we've won one game all season, there's a reason for that. Um, I, but personally, I think in terms of, because I know it was discussed, I think it was 21 points we've thrown away from leading positions. Yeah. I, I think it, it's down to the mentality where yes you've went into the league but you don't know then how to play football after that be- simply because you've you've had bruce for, what was a two and a half three seasons where you just sort of sat back and defended and mm. then that that was it that was the game plan i think despite obviously the the premier league players that that is the mentality that they're stuck in at the minute as well yes we've scored but the likelihood is is we're going to go and concede and, and either draw or lose the game so unfortunately i don't see any way anyway past Leeds, which is a bit sad because it's not as even as like Leeds or, or Man City or anything like that. Mm. And um but
1: nah, it's, it's realistic though, mate, isn't it? Yeah. I think that this is this is the thing what why Newcastle fans get pissed off because it's even more heightened now. I mean emphasize now since we, we became the richest club in the world is that like we're getting tagged left right and center is that you get all these media outlets saying Newcastle United want this, Newcastle United fans want that and, and really we we're previewing a game here against Leeds who've only just been promoted a couple of seasons ago and obviously they've kicked on and done a hell of a lot better than what we have done in God knows how many years in the league and we're set yeah, thinking we would probably take a draw if you offered yeah, it now so give, give us a scoreline before we wrap this one up Ian Uh going 3-0 3-1 to Leeds
0: okay uh, Harry straight
1: to you mate same question give us a scoreline
0: um, 2-1 Newcastle <laughs> oh really <laughs> well i just feel like they need a reality check um and you got to hope that house gave them that uh, you, you thought you'd hope it would come after cambridge it didn't Watford was shocking but it, you've, they've got to realize now like you've got to play so much better um if it is a case of how need to change it he does but i feel like you, they're gonna be wanting to do it because if some of them want to move away they must have been told the few of them must have been told that the future's not at the club anymore they're gonna have to put the name in the window um, so you'd hope this is going to happen uh, before the end of January and we'll get some people out because we have
1: to. So, so you think it's going to be a kick in the ass after that waffle game and thing, right, lads, socks up now? Like.
0: It has to be. I, 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 I don't see anything else. If it, if it's not, then I don't understand what the mentality within the club is. Um, I feel like, yes, everyone's given it almost a pass because of the takeover and um, thinking, yeah, it's all right, though it's fine. The takeover's happened. We'll bring people in but realistically, we're at the moment, uh, probably a championship club, 90% chance of us going down, I'd say. So unless they can turn that round, then, I mean, yeah, who knows mm. what's going uh, on.
1: And this this game against Leeds, this is going to be the, the last game before we're going to it's almost a two-week break. I think it mm. is. It's 8th of Feb, the, the next home game, which I think it's a midweek game against Everton. Everton, um, yeah so really this is the last chance because you, you don't want to be going into that that break and the, the players are, are and the club are going off to, to saudi arabia um to a training cramp training cramp training training cramp. <laughs> so they'll probably get cramp over there. It's a training camp over there um so, so you need a half decent result i'm not saying a win you, you need you need a draw you can't be going in, into that break obviously on the back of three defeats really um, obviously, one against Cambridge, what and then the Leeds game. If I'm going to go for a scoreline, I'm going to go 1-1, and I'll snap your hand off right now. I'll snap your hand off for a ball draw, to, to be fair. Um, yeah. Nothing happening in the game. I think, really, like Harry said, there, it has to be a shock to, to the to players. We'd hope it was a shock because that was our chance against Watford to push on. Mm. The thing, thing that worries me is how well Leeds can play football on their day. Something which we haven't really seen from, from this football club, from Newcastle United, we haven't saw a fantastic performance from these players for a long time. Um, so hopefully Leeds just on up to it uh, come Saturday and uh, we can sneak something out of the game. And, and like I said, go into that, that break. With a little bit of confidence and that two weeks where well it's going to be a week left of the transfer window. So hopefully you can bring a couple of extra faces in there and embed them into the team. Um, but yeah, um, any final thoughts before we go? Um just though I seen yesterday
2: on Twitter, I don't know if anything else has been made of it, but people are starting to freak out because uh the like the pictures of the training from the Newcastle account didn't show wood or trip yet. So I think people are starting to panic that they've either been injured or they're just a <clears throat> they've come down with COVID or something um, so if I think if obviously the, the level that Trippier is yes he's a fullback. he's not going to make massive changes but just the quality of him in the squad mm. um, if you've got to then go back to having Q at right back, who's done alright for the best part and then dumb it at left back with Lascelles and whoever I, I think they'll absolutely hammer with, so I'd I don't know if like <clears throat> like I say, there's been anything reported. It was just people starting to freak out about tripping in the pictures.
1: They the, the might have some sort of separate training um plans. mate you will get that obviously. <laughs> a lot of players do have their own little um, schedules for training and stuff like that. So it might just be one of those. um We, we don't really know much about it. I'm, I'm talking like the absolute pensioners here, like mm. <laughs> only just 30, 30, <laughs> in the early thirties, like. Um, but some some players do have that. It might just be a case where had picked up a knock and fair enough uh, trivia looked at uh, kevin holding his shoulder towards yeah that's what a forward, lot of people yeah. are saying yeah yeah kevin holding his shoulder, and it looked like the, the last few minutes he, he was really struggling so hopefully it's nothing big but eddie's house press, press console will be uh, on friday there so we'll, we'll show you some things from that but i don't think anything's been released in regards to injury updates Injuries, yeah. Right there. yeah so fingers crossed both of them all right because like you said your two new faces in the transfer window if they've already picked up injuries, that's worrying. <laughs> yeah. one. Just,
0: just a bit, just a bit. Practice I'll tell you what one. as well though, mm-hmm. on I think that we we're saying that would take a draw. It completely depends what happens on Friday between Watford and Norwich. Uh, if that if, if mm. one of those teams win, then we I mean that the, the only result is a win. Is a win to yeah. Make sure, yeah because if 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 they win and we draw then it's it once again feels like a loss.
1: Well I think we'll still have a game in hand against Norwich. I'm sure Norwich will play one more game than us, I think. Um so i get what you're saying though. Uh other teams around us picking up wins. And you look not so long ago, Leeds were dropping into the the likes of the relegation fight, but obviously they've started to climb up Everton might get dragged into it but obviously Everton have just sacked Rafa there. So uh, hope, well they would hope that they would have some sort of bounce Something which we didn't really have every other team villa had it norwich had it when they appointed their new managers we just didn't get it um which is, is a shame because you normally get at least a couple of wins on the back of a
0: new managerial point down to the but, yeah. players though do you know what i mean like is it down to the players kind of mentality from what's a loser's mentality i Mental
1: mentioned this last week um it, it's a team full of, of players that are used to losing games uh, and like he, he said earlier you, you take the lead and they just don't know what to do they just shit the brick um so it's that's why you need new faces in that team. You need a handful of new faces to, to try and bring a new mentality. And some some players that are used to winning, and, and that's what Trippier is like. Chris mm-hmm. would definitely not like. But during <laughs> Trippier, he, he's, he's used to winning games, just won a league a title, had a fantastic Euros as well. So you would think that he could bring his, obviously, oh, history and, and what he's done in his career. And it's He's an absolute winner, that kid. And you in would hope that... Band, me. Yeah. Mate, uh, you're uh, probably right. I to that the other day. You're probably right, I think. <laughs> if... If Jamal sales is dropped at any point, then you probably would look at mm. Kieran Trippier to, to wear that captain's armband. I know you've got your vice captain who's Shelby, I think, at the minute. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you would hope that, that Trippier would, would be wanting that armband because we've seen it has been what, two games? Like how much of an influence he is on that field. So,
0: you understand football it is
1: just high. He's head and shoulders, head and shoulders above the rest of them, and it's as clear as day to see that. Uh, but thank you very much, boys. It's Been an absolute pleasure. And I'm sure everybody who, who is listening to this will hear a lot more of your voices in, in the coming weeks when it comes to match previews and match reactions as well. So, we're going for a 3 1 defeat, we're going for yep. a 2 1 victory, and we're going for a 1 1 draw. One of us is going to be right. <laughs> <Yeah>. Well.
2: <laughs> it's, it's usually not me as well, so that's why I'm kind of going for a loss, because <laughs> usually whatever I say when I put bets on, the opposite happens, so fingers crossed.
1: Fingers crossed, me. Right. right, thanks, boys. It's been it. Like I said, uh, we'll see you next time.
2: Cheers, guys.
0: Podcast Network.